This is a podcast from Rover. Sport time on a Friday. Let's go to Auckland. Hamish Mackay, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, don't bring it on. Bring it on. Sport time. Don't we love this time of the week? We, you know, we have to drop all the facades and just talk about the good stuff. Well, hey? yeah, but we were in uh, Christchurch for the last couple yeah. of days, and uh, you know that was. I uh, tell you what, the weather was uh, pretty good, especially that second day yesterday was fantastic. Oh, look, um, Thursday at uh, Show Week, uh, unbelievable day, and uh, I was. I had such a cracking good day, you know, like. On the Thursday, I was uh, over at the um, Supreme Cattle with a big two-year-old South Devon Bull one, and but you know, just just brilliant, you know. I, and I watched a lot more of the uh, uh, the sports, the horses in the ring on, on on the previous day too, which I thoroughly enjoyed. The big Clydesdales and, and the wood chopping, the wood chopping. Went to the wood chopping, and in fact, I love the wood chopping. That's how good's oh. that. You know, it's funny. I just threw up a bit of video from the wood chopping without really any names or anything. And it's amazing how people on Facebook and how people chime in and, you know, there's a bit of banter and somebody recognises somebody. But it is a great sport to watch, eh? you know. And I enjoyed watching the preparation in between in between rounds, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, no, it was great. You've got to be a good athlete to do that over, uh, you know, a sustained amount of time. Uh, yeah, no, brilliant stuff. Um, did you Have you seen any of the cricket? We were watching the, uh, we watched the first innings pretty much, didn't we, on Wednesday night? Yes. India yes. and New Zealand, and uh, just too many runs in the end. Yeah, too many runs in the end, and you get that uh, two wickets and three balls scenario, I think, and, uh, but gee, they're, they're a beautiful side to, to watch, the Indians, and uh, I um, I did catch a tiny bit of uh, South Africa's uh, effort against Australia, but uh, tell me, what, what was the final outcome there? Because it couldn't quite last that long. Yeah, no, they um, the South Africans uh, fought right to the very end, tooth and nail. I think they got them seven or eight down in the end. Yeah. Very disappointing that they... Uh, it was. The, I tell you what, the tone was set right from the opening spell from Hazelwood and Stark, knocked the top off the uh, South Africans, and so then you had guys uh, like Miller and uh, Klaassen and guys who would usually close out in the innings from sort of overs maybe sort of 35, 40 to 50 and uh, they were having to do a bit of a rebuild job. So um, Miller scored a wonderful 100 and uh, they gave their bowlers something to bowl at and they, they, they bowled uh, pretty well, uh, particularly the spinners I thought um, bowled well uh, and uh, they, they got close. They got really close but they just couldn't pull it off and the Aussies who started the tournament with two losses and yes. uh, got everyone excited Excited uh, that wasn't Australian um, have found themselves into a final now. So uh, I tell you what, that'll have the Indians slightly worried because um, an Aussie side with momentum. Mind you, there's a few cracks there. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a cracking game. Oh yeah, exactly. But the old cream will rise, won't it? At the end of the day. But I must admit, when they were two losses, I did think that they might have been, um, you know, done and dusted. But um, Feels like the right final, to be perfectly honest to me. Uh, the little bit that I do know about cricket and uh, what I learn for you from you on a regular basis. So, looking forward to that. I'll, I'll certainly, I'll certainly take the time to watch it. Well, they, Aussie should have lost to Afghanistan. Uh, it's yes. just still the worst That's dropped that. catch in history, I think. Uh, <laughs> certainly in one-day cricket history. Uh, and certainly if you're an Afghanistan supporter, um, and then you know Maxwell goes on to uh, to score that. 
bloody double hundred. Um, I see that there's uh, a bit of talk. So Simon O'Donnell, the former Australian all-rounder, has come off the ropes and said, why on earth were the black caps so nice to Verrick Coley in that semi-final? So he was cramping up badly. One stage his bat went heaving over onto the leg side or something. And O'Donnell's like, what, what, why, why are you guys being so bloody nice to him for? Like the guy's cramping up. Make him bend over and pick up his own bat. I think there's something in that, and it kind of was a bit like reverence um, towards Coley, like the guy can do nothing wrong. At the end of the day, you are in a World Cup semi-final. I get the uh, nice nature side of things and the sporting spirit and all of this sort of stuff, but, um, you know, the hard-nosed O'Donnell, a cricketer in that uh, magnificent 80s Australian side, uh, they wouldn't have been doing that. Well, it's a game of physical attrition, too. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to hear Ross Taylor talk about some of those innings where you just, like, you know, you know, one drop of water away from complete dehydration yes. and just out on your leg. You know, that counts. So I think O'Donnell's right, you know. You can you can be all Mr. Nice Guy you like and the gentleman, you know, Marley Bone Cricket Club and everything. Oh, no. He's dead right, I reckon, when, I hear, when, when you think about it, yeah. Yeah, I thought he raised a good point, actually. Um, and uh, the other, I'll tell you what, the other uh, kind of uh, cool thing that I saw as well was, did you see Ryan Fox teaching Sash and Tendulka how to putt? No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> you know, it's really good. He's um, showing um, uh, Sash and he was talking about the way that, you know, guys used to putt and he said, well, you can't do that anymore. And uh, he sort of, uh, you know, lined it up like it was a cricket shot kind of thing. He says, I do it like this. And it's kind of like... It's kind of like cricket and sessions in there, and he's going, "Oh yeah, okay, right, do it like this." Blah blah blah. And apparently, you didn't see this part, but you know, session uh, had a had a crack and drained it. You know, first go, <laughs> so, yes. you know, yeah, sixty footer, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was I just thought that was really cool. He's riding a, a, a good high at the moment, isn't he? A good, some pretty good momentum as Ryan Fox. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'll be, you know, it's getting tight to that time of year. We'll we'll, we'll be having the Christmas highlights chat, won't we? And. Uh, He'll certainly be in that conversation after after a magnificent year, really, where um, you know the accountant and the bank manager and the wife are just loving him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a popular man at Christmas, without oh, a doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What have you been watching at the moment? Well, I um, I'm looking forward to a bit of what we got a bit of Formula One this weekend. But other than that, I've been watching the I've been watching so on the on the new TV NZ, the free to air. They've got that sport. There's a bit of stuff happening on there you can watch now. But it's um, particularly the um, the UK rugby or the South African comp, you know, the uh, South African teams playing against the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether it's, you know, whether it's, you know, Sharks against Munster or, you know, Clemethley against uh, Ulster or Leinster, you know, just the names that we've got more and more familiar against uh, after a World Cup. And, you know, footy's not too bad. It's watchable, put it that way. So, you know, just another option, another string to the bow uh, if you're looking for a bit of rugby action at this time of the year. Yeah, um, you're right about the motorsport as well. Those years, so they got the uh, Las Vegas uh, Grand Prix, and um, it's it's quite funny reading about what the uh, the drivers are saying. So apparently, Max Verstappen's been uh, saying that um, he was critical of the Miami one. Now he's equally critical of the Las Vegas one as well. Um, you know, they they said he felt like a clown because uh, they had this raised stage. Um, you know, and, and then they had like Kylie Minogue was singing and all of this sort of stuff. And he's just like, for me, you. Can and skip these kind of things. Um, it's not about the singers. It's just standing up there looking like a clown, <laughs> which I thought yeah. was quite funny, you know. Well, and, and by nature, they're very focused kind of guys, aren't they? I mean, you have to be to do what they do. 
Yeah, well, it's opened up a bit of a flood of other people sort of saying the same thing, really. You know, not not, not Lewis Hamilton. He said, well, look, it's, it is a business after all. They are in the business yeah, yeah, of making yeah. money, which is fair. I mean, I yeah. see both sides of it. But I think, um, you know, I like the fact, and I'm not a big Verstappen fan, but I like the fact he's just saying, look, this is just my opinion, I'm, you know. And yeah. uh, and, and I, I like that he's not towing the party line of, oh, yes, isn't it wonderful? Um, what an event, blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. just like, yeah, this does, this doesn't do anything for me. I like that. Yeah, although I guess the, you know the, the checkered flag drops for him about every time, so he's in, he's in a pretty powerful <laughs> position too. Come on, and utilise that because he'll be helping everybody else out if that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. they're only going to add more races. It's like adding more teams to a rugby world cup or a football yeah. world cup. It's just you know they just they they will always keep expanding these things. It's the classic corporate model that if something is going well, uh, you know you need to right. How do we make more? How do we and how do we expand? How do we fatten? And you kind of like, can we not just enjoy the thing that is for a while, you know? But it's not the that's not the model they operate on. No, and, and, and hey, you've seen that with rugby down. You know, so many things. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's uh, yeah, let's milk it for more. Let's grow. You know, but how about just keep it? The one thing that I reckon, apart from a little bit of a dodgy time during the. Um, the mid 90s with Super League and that the NRL has kept it right with those 16 teams year in year out. You know what you got, you know. It, um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It hasn't, of course they have expanded up to the Gold Coast and Townsville and everything, but it's not reinventing the wheel. This sort of, you know, Formula One. That you know, <clears throat> it's, it's it's so popular now. You don't need to, you know, um, make it into more of a circus. It's got a following that is just, you know, is it, it, almost you know, have to pinch yourself to you know the people that you, that talk about Formula One now because mm. of that Netflix series and everything. But uh, you know, it is it is glamorous. But you know, like from a New Zealand perspective, I love watching McLaren. You know, you know they started the season in turmoil, and now you know old uh, Lando Norris is going great guns, and you know, and they're sort of climbing up the um, you know um, the team championship. And uh, yeah, no, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, yeah. actually, uh, Lando Norris was another one um, uh, where I was reading about it who said, you know, the stuff isn't for me either, you know, all that sort of thing. He's just a racer uh, first and foremost. Um, I'll tell you what I did here as well is that there's going to be a new doco about Michael Schumacher that's coming out, and that one yeah. apparently is going to uh, be quite revealing. So they say, I mean, there was one earlier that wasn't yeah. quite, um, they kept that so guarded, uh, but it looks like uh, we're going to get a, what they're calling a bit of a rare glimpse glimpse into um, Schumacher's life 10 years on since um, since he was in that coma after that accident, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, let's hope it is a bit insightful. We don't want it to be like that all back doco on Amazon or whatever it was that, you know, told us nothing. But anyway... Yeah, I didn't yeah. even um, I oh, didn't no, even no. bothered yeah. uh, with, with yeah. that sort of stuff. It was like if you yeah. were if you were a former All Black and you didn't have a TV show in France uh, or a or a, or a sort of an online show, uh, you'd feel a bit cheated, wouldn't you? Yeah, you missed out exactly. Yeah, exactly. Put down yeah. December twenty third, uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Joseph Parker. Uh, Parker. Parker, uh, Parker up against Wilder. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a big card. A big card. I'm really looking forward to this. Gee, what a card. Yeah, exactly. Do you give um, um, Do you give our boy any any hope, any chance? 
Well, it's a pretty big payday, isn't it? So the payday's guaranteed, right? Isn't it the four million and whatever whatever he gets after all the hangers on as I've got there, cut? Oh yeah, it'll uh, be yeah, it'll be a good payday. I don't think there's any doubt about oh, that. I just I just can't see how he'll even get close to Wild, like as in physically close in the ring. Given that height advantage, reach advantage, I would imagine Wilder has and his He's got a big wingspan. Yeah, even though he's thirty eight and hasn't fought for a couple of years. You, I mean, even you even you know that 38 is a spring chicken now, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Man, yeah. You know? <laughs> You're a young man, you know? And he would have looked after his body. He'll be ready for it. He's such an athlete. I, I just can't see Joseph, you know. Um, I walked into a cafe today in Auckland and somebody said, oh, boy, it's going to be time. It's going to be Joseph's time. And I was like, you said that about the Warriors. I better be careful because the Warriors almost did do it. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I can't see it. No, can't see it. neither can I. Um, it, well, yeah, look, I mean, I'm hoping the, for the best for him. But yeah, if you look yeah. at the, um, if you look at Wilder, you know, he his only, the only blemish on his career really is is the Tyson Fury trilogy, two losses and and, and the draw. And he thought he'd beaten him in one of them as well because he put uh, Fury down on the canvas and, uh, yeah. you know, he basically had all but won that bout. But um, the other, the the thing that, um, I mean, obviously Wilder. If you look at, uh, he's just got that concrete punch, doesn't he? So forty-three yeah. wins, forty-two of them are with stoppages. He's got that yeah. uh, one of the the great knockout um, punches yeah. in in heavyweight history. So that's what Parker's going to have to be. Uh, well, <laughs> and I'm sure he doesn't need us to tell him he's going to, you know, be facing. He's going to be up against that. But it's a good card though. Heavyweight boxing's in a in a reasonable spot with, uh, you know, Nganu and Fury. Because uh, it was supposed to be Fury yeah. and Usyk uh, fighting on this card. But um, I think Nganu caused Fury a, a, a few issues in that in that fight that yeah. most people oh, thought yeah. that uh, yeah. Nganu actually won, but Fury got the decision. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it is a good space, and it needed to fight back because, it, you know, they had the challenges from, the you know, the other, the mix. You know, the MMA, and goodness knows what. So good to see, good to see. Looking forward to that, December 23rd. December 23rd, yeah. And um, just before I let you go, the other thing I've been watching recently is a pretty good doco on Oscar De La Hoya uh, called Golden Boy. It's on Neon. It's in two parts. It's about two and a half hours all up. And, uh, yeah, I don't know too much about um, De La Hoya and his private life, but uh, he certainly goes into it in great detail. It's a good... It's a pretty good documentary. I've seen better, but it's not bad. Um, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll watch that. He's he's a, he's got a bit. Yeah, no, no. He's uh, got an interest factor. If you know what I mean? So yeah. Me look at that. Well, um, I'm going I'm to leave you with one that's um, uh, not from the sporting field. Okay. But uh, one that I think you'll like, and uh, it's the uh, it's the Netflix doco on Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. I tell you what, people are knocking over their ginger nuts and tea cups. It's going to say about? Mary Tyler Moore. What are you like, ninety? Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show, and uh, it's the, about her and her feminism, and how her stand was very different to the women of the time. How she made a bucket load of money, and the saddest. It's a really interesting story. Here you go. My, my sister is much younger than you, even. You know, I know there's an age gap between you and I. But she watched it with me uh, down on the farm and fielding and was fascinated by it without even knowing what Mary Tyler Moore was. Okay, there yeah. you go. Well, That's a random one, eh, for a uh, Friday fuller? Tell you I'll what. Just throw that in there for you. A good story is a good story, uh, exactly. Hamish McKay. And, yeah, uh, can't yeah. be too predictable, eh, Dom? That's, what, that's <laughs> where you and I, that's, where we, that's the cut of our jib. We're not predictable. Well, you have, a, you have a great weekend, my friend, yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll talk next week, eh? Over and out. 
Well, if you liked that, you'll love this. Subscribe to Rex wherever you get your podcasts from and follow us on social media as well and get all the latest rural content at rexonline.co.nz.